Hi, everyone, and welcome back to the Open Mic Podcast. My name is Caroline. I'm a rising senior at Columbia University, and I'm so excited to be hosting the series where we'll be talking about school and life and everything in between. Each episode will feature a new topic and a different guest. And today, I'm so excited to be introducing my good friend, Tamara Wallace. Tamara, thank you so much for being here with me today. Thank you for having me, Caroline. Um, Yeah, my name is Tamara Wallace. Um, I'm studying political science and human rights with a specialization in economics at Columbia College, and I'm a rising senior. (laughs) Today, Tamara is going to talk to us about her experience in SPEC, which is the Columbia Daily Spectator, which is our campus newspaper, or like the newspaper for Columbia in general. And Mm -hmm. she's actually publisher for it, which is like a really amazing feat because do you want to explain like what that entails or what Spectator or Spec actually is? Yeah, sure. So as you said, the Columbia Daily Spectator is our um, our school newspaper, uh, but it's also a media company, um, which is really, uh, really weird. Um, it's a whole bunch of funny something girls just like trying to run like this nonprofit. Um, but basically there's the journalism side and then the business and innovation side um, where we kind of handle the business side of things. So like revenue, um, we also do like engagement over there um, and then other kind of like media-y things um, like like product um, and product design and engineering. Um, so like we code our website in-house, we code all of our projects in-house um, and that's kind of what the focus of BNI is. Um, but yeah, like it's, it's a media company, uh, which is, uh, interesting. (laughs) So I was on Spectrum, which is kind of like, it's the online section where we post a lot about, we write a lot about like lifestyle and campus life. And I think one of the previous managing board editors of it called it like the big sister of campus, which is kind of Mm -hmm. what it is. And it's interesting because like, Being a deputy on Spectrum, I finally realized it's not just writing, it's not just the publication, but it's also like thinking about graphics, coordinating with the other Mm. members of different teams. It's about scheduling, about meeting with the higher ups just to make sure everything is coordinated. And so when we were in person, it would be in Riverside Church and there would be like a hallway where we would work. And so I feel like one side is the publication side and then the other side is like BNI which stands for mm-hmm. business and innovations and so it's like all these different parts of this big machine working together yeah no for sure like I think every section is kind of like on both sides in a way like uh, except for maybe revenue but like product designs are like web pages so they have a bunch of meetings with like everyone from um, different journalism sections um, the different journalism sections are like what you guys may know like it's like uh, news, opinion, um, any um, like the I, our long form kind of magazine. Um, so all of those sections work with product. All of those sections work with engagement to like see their data analytics, like kind of see like um, how their social, how their articles are social and how those are like going. Um, so it's very like interdisciplinary in a way um, where you're just working with a bunch of people and it's not really like Um, you're just like in your niche and like alone in your niche. (laughs) Um, Yeah. I don't know when we moved, like when Spec moved to the church. This is like near campus. There's like this church where (laughs) where we have the offices, but I feel like going there is kind of like a, I don't know. It feels different from like being on campus. It feels like its own community. Mm -hmm. Um, Do you remember when you got involved in Spec and what section you started off in? 
Yeah, um, I got involved in SPEC um, my first semester. Um, like I, I knew before I came on campus that I wanted to do journalism. I've been doing journalism since middle school and it's like a big part of my life. So I knew that I wanted to apply um, and I knew that I wanted to apply to opinion um, because I had always just gravitated towards that in high school. Um, and then, yeah, I applied. Um, I was in the opinion section for most of my time at SPEC um, for the past like two years. Um, and then I became editorial page editor, which is the head editor of the opinion section, which was really great. Um, I got to publish a lot of really cool pieces, work with a lot of really cool columnists. Um, so like, yeah, the, the opinion section is like the op-ed kind of um, like staff editorial like uh, section where <laughs> uh, people are kind of writing um, on campus and then we kind of edit it and kind of like um, throw like put together a narrative um, and stuff like that but uh, yeah it was it was great um, and now I'm a publisher which is very very different um, like basically it, there was just kind of like a need for a publisher and um, I like kind of stepped in um, so like I wasn't really supposed to take this trajectory I was supposed to retire um, but I'm publisher now um, and as I said like that's kind of the head of BNI um, and kind of like the head of revenue so I handle financials of spec um, and yeah it's it's different it's different from editing and like I don't know talking to a whole bunch of people on campus versus like finances and kind of like managing our like cash flow and like our profit and loss and whatever but <laughs> it's yeah. very it's still very interesting <laughs> yeah that's really cool and how was that shift from more of like the really like intimate journalism experience into BNI and becoming a publisher yeah it was it was insane there was a steep learning curve um I just remember like we were we were just having trouble kind of like choosing um, and I had done some like uh, finance in the past, like I did Girls Who Invest and like um, I worked with major gifts on UNICEF and like a couple other places. So they were like, oh, OK, like you have experience, like you you should be like good at this job kind of. Um, but no, there was like still a very, very steep learning curve um, because, of course, we're like, you know, this niche kind of student like run company where it's just like. We need to make sure that we stay afloat and like, you know, it's, it's, there are a lot of other factors that I didn't always like take into account as editorial page editor in terms of the finances. So it was, it was about learning about, about that and kind of learning how to, how to keep a company afloat. <laughs> That's so true. And I know in, in BNI, there's like spec tech, right? And the product mm -hmm. team and just I feel like that a lot of that requires like computer science background do do you agree with that <laughs> yeah yeah no um it definitely does um spec tech is also engineering like um we used to like we used to call it spec tech and some people still call it spec tech but like yeah they they're like our coders and then um product design is like kind of designing like what like a web page would look like what a product would look like on figma and they they also need to know how to code in order to know what's like feasible. So um, so yes, it's it's very heavily like uh, like you do need a, a computer science kind of background. Um, even though like if you're like like going into spec at the beginning, like you they'll like teach you. So it's not really like um, you have to have a computer science background, but it's going to be a lot more helpful um, if you do. <laughs> but um, 
but yeah, no, yeah, I, I obviously do not have uh, a computer science background, um, but yeah, I, I mean, our past few publishers also didn't, but I think it's really important for us to like understand that they understand what's possible and to support them in like whatever projects they're doing. Um, but, but yeah. <laughs> what other clubs are you involved in and how is SPEC different or similar from those? Yeah, I mean, SPEC um, is pretty, I like to think that SPEC is pretty similar. So I, um, I've i been on the board of Community Impact for the past, like, since since freshman year, um, when I joined SPEC, I joined Community Impact. Um, and that's uh, Columbia's kind of affiliated nonprofit that works um, uh, in Harlem with like education and like kids and um, also adult programs, um, like adult programs that help adults get jobs and their GED. Um, so it's focused on education. Um, and yeah, I, I've been working there for, for forever, it seems like. Um, I used to be the assistant to the executive director, um, and then I was like the board operations officer, and now I'm the treasurer. Um, and then at one point, I was on the board of trustees as a student representative. So I've seen <laughs> everything in community impact. And um, it's just been like a great experience. Um, I think that it's like pretty similar to spec um, in some ways in that we, I mean, we're not really going out into the community inspect, but we're, we're still like trying to spread information and trying to be like kind of a nonprofit in a way. Like we're trying to um, like make sure that like the people who are in it, like learn and are like suited to like whatever, whatever field they want to go into. So it's like, I don't know, there's a lot of um, similarities in like care and education um, between the two, but they're not exactly the same um, at all. But, um, and then also I'm the vice president of She Columbia, which, which stands for Shaping Her Earth. Um, and it's kind of focused on women of color and helping them attain their personal, political, um, professional and pocket goals, which is financial goals. Um, and yeah, we do like a lot of like cute events, like couch conversations and kind of, um, we, we have a mentoring program as well. Um, so yeah, those are the things that I do. Um, but, but yeah, uh, spec was my, my first thing I joined my first love. <laughs> That's awesome. You do so much. And I think a big, um, maybe like similarity, like you were saying of all three of these organizations that you're in is number one, like kind of community building and also number two, developing skills that you can take with you, even if you're not like in those organizations in the future. I think like the skills of outreach, of communication, of just like learning how to manage an organization and kind of like the logistics behind that, because there's a lot going on behind the scenes that people yeah. might not know about. I also remember this is again, spec related. I think when I had my it was either at one of the open houses or when I had my interview for a spec where I forgot who it was. It was either Michael, who was the publisher, maybe like a few years ago. Maybe it was another like managing board person or like CB or corporate board person who was like, we really want you to develop skills that are not only relevant to journalism or not only relevant to BNI, but also skills that you can take into medicine or into a leadership position in the future? Yeah, no, I think like a big part of um, of what we've realized is that like a lot of people are not going into journalism. Like 
um, the the current editor in chief is not going into journalism. <laughs> um, so we're very very like um, like passionate about making sure that people like learn the skills that they feel they need. And I think spec is honestly like uniquely designed to do that. Where you know like you learn how to run a company, or you learn how to like me for example as editorial page editor. I I'm free law. I want to go to law school and. I I learned like argumentation kind of strategy and like um, how to like kind of formulate an argument on a piece of paper and I would just like edit for that like constantly and like so would my deputies so would my associates so would my trainees and it's great practice for kind of like developing that structure and like hopefully it'll help on the all side I'm not really sure but <laughs> um, but yeah you you get to learn like what what is most pertinent to you um, and. It's yeah, like even um, Abby, um, the past um, uh, A and E uh, head, like she uh, she does a lot of like theater, and she's like I think a theater major, um, and like she was able to like cover all of like these different shows in spec, and it's very pertinent to what she wants to do. So yeah. like, yeah, there's something for everyone. <laughs> yeah, I think also being on Spectrum has helped me because my YouTube channel is kind of geared towards like a similar goal as Spectrum, kind of being like a big sister, um, like for college or for just like for education in general. And I think like being on Spectrum really helped me like know what people need and know what, and just be from more familiar with campus and campus life. So, yeah. And I know we, we spoke a lot about the different positions like MB and CB. Do we want to kind of break down what those mean? Yeah, sure. Um, that, that might be helpful. Um, so um, I guess I'll start with uh, with CB, which stands for Corporate Board. Um, that's the ed- uh, the editor-in-chief, um, the managing editor, and the publisher. Um, so the managing editor is kind of presides over journalism, and the publisher presides over business and innovations, B&I for short. Um, and the editor-in-chief presides over everything. <laughs> um, and yeah, and then um, under that is the managing board. Um, so it's the head of each section on um, journalism and business innovations. Um, and that's like uh, the editorial page editor for opinion, the news editor for news, like just the head of like each section. On BNI, that's the revenue director, um, the engagement director. Um, and then after that board, there's the deputy board, um, which is made up of like a lot of people on each section, like my section, um, the opinion section had like four to five deputies at a given time. Um, so a bunch of, a bunch of deputies who kind of, uh, head up the subsections of each section. Um, so in opinion, for example, um, there was, uh, a city deputy, um, a, uh, admin deputy and a student life deputy um so they they had different kind of focuses um and then there are associates which are like staff uh writers or staff editors um and then or staff coders um and then there are like trainees um that just came on they're learning they go through like a training process um so yeah that's the whole (laughs) the whole um situation (laughs) Yeah, it's definitely like something to learn as you go into it because there's like a lot of different positions, which I think is pretty cool. And also, do you want to talk a little bit about how the application process to joining SPEC is like? Yeah. um, So as you mentioned before, we have like a giant open house. Um, These have been taking place on Zoom, which is like 
kind of sad, but of course, pandemic. Um, and usually it's like in the church and like everyone kind of gets together. Um, and then all of the, the managing board members, as you now know, the MP, um, present their section and kind of talk about like why people should go to their open house um, or their like, uh, their kind of gathering after the open house to learn more. Um, and they do like a little pitch. Um, and then um, you go and check out your different sections and then you get, well, I guess you get this before you check out your, your different sections, but you get a link to the application. Um, and then you fill that out within like, I think it's like three days. It's like kind of, it's really short to turn around, but, um, but it's a very quick application. Fill that out. And then um, you have an interview um, in the next like week. Uh, and then yeah, like it takes like about two weeks and then we decide and then you're on snack. Um, it's really fun. <laughs> um, but yeah. <laughs> what have been some of your favorite spec pieces that have come out? Maybe even through opinion, your section. Yeah, I was I was thinking about this earlier. Um, like I really loved uh, Carol Ann's column, Carol Ann Felix. Um, over, I'm I'm gonna like <laughs> talk about opinion primarily because I had to read every opinion piece, so I just I am hyper focused on opinion. Um, but she was a columnist uh, last year when I was editorial page editor. And um, it was great. She talked about kind of um, her experiences as a black woman at Columbia and just like in the world. Um, and I think it was called like intersectionality, which was so funny. Um, tea, like at the end, like, like the drinking, uh-huh. like, yeah. Uh, <laughs> but that was really good. Um, I also really loved um, a couple of the other projects that we did. So like we did um, a an interactive reading list over the summer with um, a teacher from the Bronx, um, uh, which was really really cool. It was basically like you could like scroll through it, and it would like um, it would just like show you his op ed that he did, as well as like uh, recommendations for reading. And it was like called a conscious reeducation, um, and it was about like anti blackness and stuff. Um, and then another piece that we did was a hundred words, which was really cool. So like. When the pandemic first hit, we like reached out to a whole bunch of different people and we were like, hey, everyone, um, uh, how are you doing? <laughs> um, so like, tell, tell us about how the pandemic has like affected you. Um, and we did uh, little blurbs from like a bunch of different people. And we had like one of our amazing, like brilliant um, artists, um, Liz Nichols, like on staff, like uh, illustrate it. And it was like a little click through as well. And it was very cute. Um, so those are, those are three things that I, that I think of immediately. (laughs) Yeah, that's awesome. And I just do want to point out like the, the last point that you made, the graphics or the illustrations, those are all student made. And I didn't know that before joining SPEC, which, yeah, it's just amazing. No, they're so talented. Like every single piece of art or like photography or like any visual was created by spec um like even our um we just won an award for our like graphics reporting that we did or our data journalism that we did last year um and like it was it was crazy like graphics did it um with it was uh Rita and Steph um but they they kind of they did so so well like their their piece was amazing you guys also won another award right for best college newspaper was that <laughs> that was very recent right 
yeah yeah we just won for best college staff for last year um so that was that was really nice um it was or we just won I think in the northeast but we move on to the national um the national competition so that's fun (laughs) wait how's that gonna work um I think they just evaluate us I think they just like go back and like look at our articles and stuff um and then we they decide whether we won or not (laughs) exciting Uh, good luck thank you I think everyone was really like happy about it because I think like for for like some of the sections like especially like my section or like the copy section like copy that um kind of looks at spelling grammar structure all of that stuff like um they could be like hidden away a little bit um because they don't really have a byline like in opinion we don't really have bylines either um so it's kind of nice for like everyone to get recognition um for the work that they're doing (laughs) so can you explain what a byline is and also what like specifically what copy does in case people aren't familiar yeah sure um so a byline is basically like on on an article there's an author um linked kind of or like an author author's name that's linked and then when you click on that it shows all of the articles that they've ever like written or like sometimes contributed on um but like copy opinion they don't really have that because they're usually editing so it's the writer's name that's there not really theirs um so they can get they don't really have that much recognition and they can get kind of um I don't know what the word is like I guess forlorn or discouraged um because of that um so so yeah it's kind of it's nice that, that they've gotten recognition um and yeah and then uh copy is our yeah our section that kind of checks every single article for grammar spelling um like syntax uh sentence structure like oh wait that's the same thing (laughs) (laughs) structure um I don't know argument flow like literally everything Mm um and they yeah they they check every single piece of writing that goes out like from our tweets to our um our products like what's on like um what's on our website like in the little like margins and stuff like our ads like everything so um yeah they do a lot of hard work hard and important work because uh I know that I don't know how to spell so (laughs) um yeah Yeah, it was so funny and I think the editor-in-chief this year Sarah was she head of copy last year? Yeah, she was head of copy editor last year. Um, so it, it's great because she um, she's read all of everything that Spec has been putting out for the past, like, however long because she's been on copy since freshman year. So she she's read everything. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, and it, I think it makes her such a great editor because she doesn't really give bias to one section at all. It's She loves them all equally. <laughs> I know spec is also kind of, like we were saying, kind of like community oriented. And there are these traditions within the Columbia Daily Spectator that people might not know of. Do you want to share a couple of those and what they are? Yeah, sure. I mean, um, I guess like our main tradition is spec tales. Um, So it's like, basically, we just throw kind of like a little party. Um, It usually has like a theme. Um, 
our last one before the pandemic was TikTok themed and everyone came, uh, every section was competing against each other um, to do the best TikTok dance. Um, opinion one, by the way, just got us in. <laughs> um, but we were all, yeah, like just kind of competing against each other and just like hanging out and it was very cute. Um, and we usually do that. Uh, we also do spec dinner um, at the end of each semester. Um, and it's usually at Mel's, which is really funny. Um, and we just eat mac and cheese balls. Oh, Mel's is a is a bar and restaurant, like very close to campus. Um, and we usually rent it out. We do like mac and cheese balls and like random food. And then we profess our love to the incoming um the incoming managing board basically so the new managing board is kind of serenaded by the old managing board um, and we talk about how much we love them and how great they're gonna do in the next year um, and it's very cute um, and like people actually like stand on chairs to do it so it's like really funny. <laughs> um, I feel like it's always really cold because <laughs> it's like yeah. in the time at the end and then we're wearing dresses and then everyone's just like oh yeah. like <laughs> wrap yourself in a huge jacket and run in <laughs> well, we always try to take pictures too like at, at like because the trees are are um lit up we try to take pictures and it's always so cold and everyone like yeah everyone has their like parkas and then like tries to take it off for like five seconds and like take a picture and then like puts it back on yeah. um and oof. Uh, I hate the cold because <laughs> you're from Florida right is that yeah I'm from Florida so like cold is just not not fun for me but <laughs> the trees also are from tree lighting I think we've talked about this a couple of times on the podcast but tree lighting is like a ceremony where when winter starts I guess like there there are lights literally on the trees and they are lit up and then it's like a huge ceremony with hot chocolate and yeah <laughs> free shirts sometimes and so that's like a really big Columbia tradition. And yeah. do you have a favorite Columbia tradition? Um, I was thinking about this and I was like, hmm, maybe if I like bend what like a tradition is, I don't, I, because I, I feel like everyone just kind of does this, but like, I really miss going to JJ's. <laughs> like, um, just like after studying in Butler, um, which is our like big library um, that's like 24 hours. Um, you know, you go to JJ's at like 3 a.m. or 4 a.m. and you see all your friends there <laughs> who are also just studying or maybe they've gone out or something and like um, everyone kind of just comes together, like gets a couple of mozzarella sticks and just like sits there. Um, I really miss that. Um, I don't know if it's like a tradition, but it's, it's we fun. Can, <laughs> we can consider it. I feel like that's like a thing that everyone has to check off their bucket list at Columbia. Yeah, go to JJ's at like 3 a.m. <laughs> Yeah. And then you'll see familiar faces, which you didn't do not expect, but it happens. It happens. It's funny. Yeah. And what about like your major? Um, poli sci, right? And then human rights. Did I say that? Yeah. Is that right? Okay. Um yeah. <laughs> how has that been? Like how did you always know you wanted to do that? Yeah, I mean, um, not exactly. When when I was looking at like the majors like before I came here, like I, I knew I wanted to do poli sci, but I wasn't really sure what my second major would be because I, I really wanted to do like history or philosophy or um I don't I don't even know. I just had like a whole bunch of uh, like uh ideas in my head about like what I wanted to do. Um and I think at first I started um, doing poli sci and uh, econ, um, just like economics. And then I started with that. And then I was like, ah, <laughs> I don't know, um, that might be 
favorite thing. Um, so I stuck with poli sci because I, I really liked political theory. Um, I like, I took contemporary civilizations, um, which is like one of our core classes that focuses on political theory. And I just, I loved it so much that I like switched my sub, my main subfield to that. Um, and then, yeah. And then, um, for my second major, I was like, I want something really interdisciplinary. Like I, I really like taking new classes and learning new things. Um, so I was like, okay, I think human rights, um, is like very, um, is really flexible. And also like, it has a really cool basis. Um, it's like, uh, basically we take like, uh, like, a, like three human rights classes, um, and like ones in like international law, like ones in, one's like an intro, um, and one's like a seminar. Um, and then the rest of the classes are in any discipline, basically. Um, like I have a specialization in economics, um, from my economics classes that carried over. Um, and then, uh, like every other class that I've been taking has been in like a different, um, a different, uh, discipline. Like, uh, right now I'm taking black critical theory and that, like, that's, that counts for human rights, which is really cool. Um, so I really like it. Um, I think I, I always recommend it to anyone who really likes, um, the like interdisciplinary, like majors, like, I think it's like a really good one of those. Um, but yeah. If someone is having a single major now, do you think it's an easy major to add or is it kind of still a lot of credits to fulfill? I think it's a pretty easy major to add, to be honest. Um, you just have to take like those three human rights courses, um, which are really great, really interesting. Um, and then you take, uh, yeah, like three in any, in any um, discipline kind of, they have like a set list of disciplines, but there are so many that it's like, um, it's not constricting at all. And then you take, um, you do a specialization in any other major. Um, so as long as it's a major, you, can do a specialization in it. So um, that's why mine is economics. So um, it's really flexible. Like you, like if you've started, I, I know a lot of people who have started different majors and then like kind of flipped. Um, so all of those classes can count as your specialization. So it's, it you can knock it out pretty quickly. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh, that's so cool. I didn't know that. I want to look into yeah. that. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's great. I, I love it. Um, and I recommend it all the time. <laughs> Did you know that you wanted to come to Columbia for for undergrad, I guess? Like, how did you decide on Columbia? Yeah, I mean, I, uh, so, like, I, I've always loved Columbia. Like, I remember in, like, fifth grade, I thought I would, like, be a doctor and, like, go to Columbia for some reason. And, like, I, I had, like, the tab, like, on my computer and I'd always, like, go and look at it. Um, I don't know why I wanted to be a doctor. I don't want to be a doctor anymore. <laughs> Um, I'm not good at science. Um, but yeah, I, I always really admired the school. I always admired the tenets of like history, philosophy, and like um discourse and like Socratic discussion, like that type of thing was always really interesting. Um and then when high school rolled around, I mean I kind of like wasn't as focused on Columbia. I was just like, mm, I could probably go anywhere and be happy. It's like fine. Um and I ended up doing QuestBridge, um, which is like a scholarship program, kind of. Um, well, they like they don't really give a scholarship. They just force schools to grant kids grants. Um, but I don't know. But I guess it's like a scholarship in a way. But they but yeah, they're they're great. They're for like first generation, like low income students. And they like, um, yeah, they they do this process where you you apply to like 
up to 12 schools and you like match with them for early decision. Um, so I matched with Columbia and I, I was here early decision. So <laughs> I made for a fun senior year where I was like in college from like December 1st and I just chilled. <laughs> so QuestBridge gives your decision on December 1st? Yeah, it was really early. <laughs> that is nice. It's earlier than like the early decision date, which is December 14th, I think. Yeah. 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 Someone else from my school got in um, early decision. Um, and I remember like I had gotten in. He was just waiting and waiting. <laughs> and he would just ask me like every other day. He's just like, what, what is your what is your email look like? But he got in. So it was, it was good. <laughs> How did you find the transition, I guess, adapting from Florida to New York City? Um, it was definitely like a huge culture shock. Like I feel like in Florida, like you need you need like cars and you need like um you need to like prepare to go places, you know, like you you need like to drive somewhere. You need to like um I I don't know, it's just everything's kind of far. And here you can just like hop on the subway and just like be in Brooklyn or like be downtown and it's it's so freeing. Um and I don't know, there was like a lot of FOMO my first year because I spent a lot of time studying and I was like, oh my god, but I'm like in New York, I should be like like going and experiencing things more, but I'm like on campus and like I think that was like a a struggle for me and like some of my friends and like I think just after a while you just realize that like, you know, you like you're here to to do both and it's like you just have to try and balance it somehow. But um it's okay if you don't like actually do that to an extent or like you know what I mean? like if, if you're trying it's okay um but if you don't necessarily attain it like that's all right too <laughs> yeah I agree I think seeing the expectations of what it's like to be in the city maybe if you're like following like college life instagrammers are always out and having fun but like the reality is that college is made up of classes academics yeah. like you have to focus on studying first I think I mean at least like depending on your priorities right like if you want to go to law school, if you want to go to med school, I think grades are probably very important. Yeah. <laughs> Don't be afraid yeah. to just like focus on your studies if you need to. Yeah, exactly. It's, it, yeah, I think we just had to learn that. Um, but yeah. What about your favorite library to study in? Um, I... I don't know. I, I think this is really basic, but I really like uh, Raph and Butler. Like, I just, I think it's so fun to, like, look up and, like, see the chandeliers and stuff. Like, it's so, like, pretty. Um, but I think, like, okay, like, I do like that only for when you have to, like, like study past, like, 12, um, like, when you have to finish something that night. But my favorite library to just like lounge in and like take naps in sometimes <laughs> is um is uh, what's it called Milstein the Milstein Center over at Barnard <laughs> oh yeah Barnard facilities are really nice mm-hmm. very modern modern yeah. <laughs> yeah they have like the standing desk where you can lower and heighten the desk to your liking which I did not know was a thing until I went there I was like why is this desk moving because <laughs> I like I'm pre- <laughs> pretty I nice. press something <laughs> Uh, but yeah and they're like the views are really nice and sometimes I don't know if you've been like out on the terrace do people study there yeah I've studied there before but there are like a there's like a lack of outlets out there oh true because it's outdoors but yeah that's like right across the street from where like the Columbia dorms are or like the residence halls are so it's super close yeah um let's see maybe one last Columbia trivia question 
Um, what is something that you haven't done yet that you want to do when you go back on campus? So my my thing that I want to do is go to the Barnard Greenhouse. Um, yeah, it's like open at weird times. So I've just never been able to like go. Um, Cause it's like, I think it's open like early in the morning or something. Um, I don't know. And I don't know if it's open anymore because of COVID, but it's apparently really beautiful and um, full of flowers and stuff. Um, and it's at the top of um, uh, Millbank. So. Mm. <laughs> oh, nice. I have heard of that. I think one of my friends was involved in a club that was involved in that. Um, cool. And Millbank is like, one of the built. I had Spanish in Millbank, but I didn't know the green right up there. Oh, awesome. Is there anything that you wanted to share, either like college advice wise or just anything that you wanted to share with our audience before we wrap up for today? I think like, I guess college advice wise, like with like majors and stuff, like um, I just remember being very like, um, like freaked out about like going into a humanities major. So that's why I did well econ is humanities but I did econ so that I would have like hard skills um and I I thought it was interesting but I just I I think I had like a sense of fear where I was like oh my god I need like hard skills and something um and honestly like I feel like I I wish I just like trusted myself a little more and was like you know what I'm I'm trying to go to law school but also like I I want to do the things that I love and learn the things that I love um, and I think that's really, really important. And I wish like I I had like thought more like that in freshman year where I was like, okay, I'm gonna do these these particular majors because they make me happy and they gear me for like what I wanna do in life rather than like trying to like make sure that I was like like I it's good to make sure that you're financially stable, but like <laughs> um just yeah, it's just um trust yourself. <laughs> yeah. And also know that like you're, you're learning outside of the classroom too. So like regardless of major, the opportunities that you have through the clubs that you join or even just the jobs that you take on too, I think those yeah. are really valuable. So. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and yeah, I think that's a really great note to end off on. And thank you, Tamara, for coming on the podcast and sharing your experiences. I know. Thank you again for having me. This was so fun. <laughs> and thank you to our audience for watching. And if you're watching this on YouTube as a video podcast, make sure to hit the thumbs up and subscribe and comment down below. And if you are listening to this on any other podcast streaming platform, then make sure to give it a thumbs up and follow as well. And yeah, we'll see you guys in the next episode. Bye.